I'm Scott Hervey from Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Josh Escobedo from Weintraub Tobin. Nike and StockX are currently engaged in what may be the largest piece of NFT litigation to date. That's what we're talking about on today's installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Josh, it feels like we've predicted that NFT IP situations would continue to arise, but it really feels like we're talking about an NFT case every other week or so. So you're saying we were right. I agree with you. We were. I think this may be the largest piece of litigation to arise in the NFT context so far. The Nike has sued resale marketplace giant StockX for trademark infringement in the Southern District of New York, claiming that StockX is selling NFTs that display Nike sneaker designs and marks without Nike's permission. That's right. In the complaint, Nike alleges that StockX has infringed a number of its trademarks, including some sneaker designs, in order to create a line of NFTs that are part of a collection that it has branded The Vault. Notably, the collections consist entirely of allegedly unauthorized images of Nike sneakers. According to Nike, that's because StockX is using Nike's reputation, its brand and popularity to increase sales of StockX NFTs. And specifically, Nike alleges that, quote, recognizing firsthand the immense value of Nike's brands, StockX has chosen to compete in the NFT marketplace not by taking the time to develop its own intellectual property rights, but rather by blatantly free riding almost exclusively on the back of Nike's famous trademarks and associated goodwill. So let's talk a little bit more about the underlying NFT collection. Sure. So in January, StockX released a line of NFTs and said that each asset is linked to a physical sneaker that it stores at the StockX facility. StockX says that this allows customers to buy and sell or resell the shoes without having to pay additional shipping fees, go through additional authentications, or to pay for storage space. According to the complaint, StockX has sold almost 600 NFTs and they are trading for thousands of dollars. Nike takes issue with StockX characterizing these NFTs as authentic since Nike has not given its consent to use its trademarks. Nike also claims that these products are going to cause consumer confusion and dilute Nike's famous trademarks. According to Nike, consumers have called this Nike-inspired NFT drop a scam and have called the purchase agreement into question because of certain provisions that purport to allow StockX to revoke ownership of the NFT and of the physical asset underlying the NFT, the sneaks. In its complaint, Nike points to a StockX statement that a Vault NFT can be readily redeemed for an associated physical shoe stored in a StockX facility, but Nike says that that's false because StockX states that the redemption process is not currently available to NFT owners. Nike also alleges that StockX also retains the right to unilaterally redeem a Vault NFT for a so-called experiential component as opposed to the sneakers and take away the NFT, completely depriving the Vault NFT owner of possession of the shoes that are supposedly connected to the NFT. If I've paid for something, I'm pretty uncomfortable that the seller of the asset has a right to simply revoke my ownership. In fact, that seems to be illusory. 
I think one of the driving forces here is the fact that Nike acquired a virtual sneaker and collectible company in December, which was supposedly a step toward Nike getting into the NFT industry. According to the complaint, this allegedly inferior product that's being marketed by StockX is impeding Nike's ability to move into the digital marketplace. What do you think about that? That may be true, Josh. That may be the reason why Nike is pursuing this litigation. I don't know how that factors into Nike's trademark claims, though. On its website, StockX states that the purpose of the Vault NFT is solely to track ownership and transactions in connection with the associated shoes. Uh, the, the shoes are subject to StockX's own authentication process too. So if this is found to be the case, I think StockX has a really strong trademark fair use defense. The Lanham Act specifies that good faith, descriptive fair use uh, of a third party's trademark is an affirmative defense to an infringement claim. And what about the first sale doctrine? Do you think that's another possible defense for StockX? I mean, maybe the first sale doctrine addresses the sale of a trademarked item after it has been sold by the trademark owner in an authorized sale, even if the resale is without the trademark owner's consent. Right. But that's usually when the trademark goods sold or resold are not materially different than the original goods. If the resold goods are materially different, then the first sale doctrine does not apply. It seems that Nike may have anticipated this as a potential defense. In its complaint, it stated that StockX has bundled the NFT with additional StockX services and unspecified benefits such as exclusive access to StockX releases, promotions, and events. Nike also alleges dilution, both blurring and tarnishment. What do you think about VIP products versus Jack Daniels properties? Do you think it has any applicability here? Remember that the non-commercial use of a mark is expressly excluded from being actionable as blurring or tarnishment. In the VIP case, the court stated that speech is non-commercial if it does more than propose a commercial transaction and that the use of a mark may be non-commercial even if it's used to sell a product. What do you think? So what would be the non-commercial use here? Maybe StockX can claim that the image of the Nike shoe is a work of art. Well, Scott, I mean, I suppose there's an argument that it's a work of art uh, if you look at the fact that it's an image of the shoe. But I guess the real question I have is, how is it a work of art? I mean, how is it expressive in any way? And what differentiates this from a photograph that is just the product itself in a magazine? You know, I was thinking about that as well, Josh. Um... But art is always in the eye of the beholder. So I guess we'll just have to see what the court thinks about this photograph. I'm sure this defense is going to be raised. I would raise it if I were StockX and I would pitch it to the court and let the court make the determination as to whether or not this was commercial or non-commercial speech or even mixed speech. And maybe we'll get the, maybe we'll get an answer as to whether or not mixed speech is entitled to uh, protection against uh, dilution claims under the, uh, under the act. So thanks for bringing this to our attention, Josh. This is really interesting. Thanks, Scott. I hope you enjoyed this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. And if you're interested in more content like this, please check out our back episodes and visit us at theiplawblog.com. Yeah.